What is up, guys? Welcome back to the new episode this week of the iPoys Podcast. I am your host, Henry Portillo, and my co-host forever, Team Motherfucker, <laughs> Sebastian. Sebastian Morales. Uh, he forgets his last name for a reason. <laughs> but uh, yeah, guys, welcome back with this new, like I said, this uh, new episode this week. You know, beautiful Saturday here with Sebastian. And yeah, it's uh, freaking hot as fuck. Yeah, it's like hot as fuck. November. Got, or I mean December. Oh, Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. December fourth. Yeah, dude. I was 74 actually, degrees. Bro, I was talking to a coworker about that. Like, I'm getting tired of this heat. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm sad doing it. Look how dark I get. I literally yeah, I'm dark. matching the table. <laughs> yeah, you know we saying? do have a dark table. I'm midnight, bro. But uh I'm getting tired of this shit. If I lean against the wall, I look like a dark alley. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's because you have or back then we used to work for the tire place, you used to get <laughs> Dark as hell, bro. bro. I remember, like, I took, <laughs> I took like two weeks off from jiu-jitsu and I walked in one time. They're like, "Bro, you look like you should own a Seven Eleven. Like, you're hella." <laughs> I look, they say I look like a Taliban. <laughs> They're like, "Isis just walked in this bitch." <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, guys. Uh, yeah. Uh, so today, today's episode, Sebastian and I were discussing this guy's celebrity. <laughs> No, yeah, we're talking about, um, even though I'm laughing right now, we're talking about holiday blues. And I'm actually curious because Henry brought up this idea, and I'm very curious what he has to say. Because for me, at least, I'm always happy during the holidays, bro. And you said a lot of people go through it. So I'm very curious, like, what you guys mean by that. Because me, bro, I fucking love Christmas. And it's just, like, the vibes of, like, everybody's just happy and shit. And, like, it's not really the gifts. Because you know how we get older? Um... We don't really get gifts anymore. Yeah. Like, we're the people giving, yeah. which is perfectly fine. Um, God bless I have everything I need and slash want. Uh, and it's just, it is what it is. And I really like giving gifts because, like, for my little brothers, my mom, my dad, like, they get really happy that I get them shit. And it's just, and I, I know it's, like, all that sappy shit of, like, how movies portray, like, oh, it's better to give than to get. Like, and it's true. Like, it does feel good to give. And it. And I want to see your point of view of the holiday blues because that's and to make sure I have a clear picture. You mean like a sad emotions that like during the holidays, right? Yeah, like that's what you mean. Yeah. Okay, just so basically, oh right, yeah. So today, like Sebastian said, we will discuss about that just because, as you know, it's Christmas uh, end of the year, and mm-hmm. um, I know a lot of people. A lot of people I see on Twitter, obviously, but I, I know a lot of people out there probably they don't even talk about it. I talk about it a lot. I'm very vocal about how I get towards like Christmas and yeah, bro. You like, told me like if I start acting weird, bro, be aware. I was like, dude, I'll fucking kill you, kid. Yeah, <laughs> it's just in me. <laughs> but not yeah. So basically, like holiday holidays, like blues is like typically on like holidays. You know, people feel stress, fatigue. Um, you know, uh, financial stress and like, you know, and it, it gets very like, it gets very like stressful and try and plan stuff out and stuff like that. Mm. And it's not, it's not only that, like, um, you know, you know, holidays are supposed to be like a time of like joy and and like celebration. Right. Mm. And, uh, but I mean, for me personally, it's not like about the, like, yeah, it's stressful. Like everyone, like, you know, those memes on Twitter where they say, me trying playing how I'm gonna buy all these gifts when I only have sixty bucks type shit. That is that's what so the one thing you did bring up was um the financial stress. Like it does like I I always prepare like every time like there's like overtime on November or like um in uh November really only November really I worry about it but I'll work overtime like okay I need I want money to make sure I'm not like breaking my bank account to give gifts out. So I'll work some overtime 
get the money to buy gifts. And so I definitely understand that like giving gifts and like, especially if you have a big family, I'm like, shit, that's like my brothers, my mom, my dad. And that's like a decent sized family. Some people have, you have a bigger family than me. And like just making sure everybody gets what they want or slash need. Mm-hmm. It died dead. And it, is, it sucks right now because like, with the whole like everybody's talking about the supply chain and stuff like that people are saying like order your gifts early you won't get them in time like that's what i've been doing just to be on the safer side yeah like i'll buy you like i bought like my girlfriend's gift my brothers i'm just giving cash because they're getting to that age where like just having cash handy for them mm-hmm. when they go out with friends is a lot better than just like a gift because they haven't talked to me about anything that they actually want so i'm just giving them cash um my mom a new like pants set like cooking stuff and my dad some probably cash as well even though it's like super basic to give cash out and there's like no thought or people say there's no thought yeah i think of it differently like if my brothers or my dad tell me they don't need something specifically i'll just give them cash so they know like okay i they have some money they can use whatever they need because the best gifts that I think people should do, and this is my opinion, of course, like being thoughtful and surprising, that's awesome, 100%. Right. But like with me and my family and my girlfriend, like we asked, like, I asked them, like, hey, what do you need? Like, what what's something you need? I'll give it to you because, yeah. like, I feel like it's more, and I give them surprises here and there, but for Christmas, like, it, it just feels good. Like, hey, look, this person can use this thing that I'm going to get them, and there's going to be use for it. Yeah. Uh, and so it's like stuff like that, but I definitely understand financial stress planning. I never had to worry about planning cause, um, it's like a family thing. Like somebody decides to host it at their house and me and my family just show up. But yeah, that financial part does suck because you got to find all this shit yeah. in time. Like it's already December 4th and time is flying, man. Yeah, it is. Time crazy. is flying. Yeah. It's crazy how time flies, but we're about to enter 2022. That's depressing too. <laughs> and like the thing is, like, since we're doing research, I search it up here. Uh, like bunch bunch like why is it that people get depressed during holidays? And, and it says here on the on the website in Healthline, it says social insulation. Isolation, sorry. Mm-hmm. So ba- basically it says here, you know, social in- isolation is one of the biggest predictors of depression, especially during the holidays. Which means like some people may have a small social circle or lack of opportunities of socializing. And people uh, have feelings of disconnectedness, often avoid social interactions at holiday time. That's mm-hmm. me. Unfortunately, with withdrawing often make uh, make them feel of loneliness, sense of depression, worse, whatever. So basically, these individuals may see other people spending time with friends and family and ask themselves, why can't that be me? Or why is everyone so much happier than I am? And I feel like that's something like I, how I feel like, like, for example, like, Something that, like, as a kid, I always remember, like, I never looked forward to, like, holidays and shit. And, like, something I remember clearly, I never told anyone this. I remember this one time. I think it was, like, 2016, 2017. We lived in the Blue House in Rome, Texas. And, like, we all giving gifts. We're, you know, we're all being happy and shit. And I remember just feeling like... I, Damn, bro. We put your hand over here. You want to hold hands or something? <laughs> like it? It's getting a little emotional. <laughs> I guess put his hands over here. Yeah. I'm like, oh, God, he's going to cry here. Nah, <laughs> no, I just, I remember, like, um... Holy shit, bro. This chair is looking a fucking freak, bro. Hey, give us a second. We're going to... No, no, you don't need to pause it. Just keep talking. Just ignore the background fixing this fucking shit. Shout out to uh, Henry's sister for building these chairs. Um, I want my money back. No, just kidding. (laughs) 
I don't think that you could try that chair. That nah, chair. we're good. Oh, today's the episode gonna be standing. This is the episode I'll be fucking standing like the radio shows and shit like that. Um, wait, we were recording the whole time, right? Yeah. Okay, thank God. I was like, don't stop it for this bullshit. Um, but you were saying like you were giving gifts at the blue. Uh, no, yeah. yeah. So like you know, all my family are happy and stuff. You know, obviously we're all giving gifts and stuff. <laughs> And uh, I just re- I remember feeling like a like a emptiness inside. Like I didn't feel happy. Like I see everyone happy, giving gifts away. How you old know? were you? Oh, dude, oh, we were talking. I think we were talking. It sounds like really. <laughs> we're gay. We <laughs> were gay for that. <laughs> yeah, 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 we were. Um, this was 2017, so I was like 19, 18. I just remember feeling like empty inside. You know, everyone giving gifts and like something I told Joseph. We talked about it, and I told him like mm-hmm. just during the holidays. The reason why I get really upset, really sad is how I see it is like, like every, like Christmas is a time of joy and happiness, right? But why is it that like, like throughout the whole year, everyone's worried, stressed, like freaking frustrated. And when it comes to Christmas, everyone's all happy. Like, like, I feel like it's so like fake, you know, like, like, I don't know. Like when I see someone else happy and shit, like, I don't know. It's like. And like also giving gifts and shit. I'm not a gift giver, so it like freaks me out. I get stressed and I get like, really oh Interesting. dude, really bad. Like if a girl gives me a gift, bruh, I'm like, dude, we can't talk anymore. <laughs> My God, you're so weird. But it's like, uh, so you're talking about like everybody's stressed over the year and then everybody's happy out of nowhere. Yeah, like I don't I know. Think the I see it's so f- just because like it's um, it's it's the holiday, man. Yeah, it's but like, still, but like. Just because the holidays happen doesn't mean, like, your stress and shit is away, you know? Like, I, mean, I understand, like, it's a type of joy or whatever. That's what people say. I mean, it's like, same thing with, like, religion, right? Everybody believes in something different. Why do we believe in everything different? It's because you've been raised like that. And yeah. that's perfect. And, and, and oh, then, like, you and you just, the one thing that some people that, the people that are religious that give that gives them hope is, like, God, right? We all, there's so many religions that worship a different God, Um if you say oh there's only one god i really it's whatever anybody believes and the reason why you should respect everybody is like people that like get onto people about religion and different religions like they do just let them let everybody be bro like i always have a saying it was like if you're doing something that's like it floats your boat no saying like whatever floats your boat as long as you're not fucking somebody else's boat like messing with them like that just let it be just let them enjoy and it's like that, like, it's almost like that. So, like, so when people don't have, when people are very religious, like, they look at God as hope. They give them, like, a reason to, like, believe and stuff like that. And, like, with Christmas, it's something it's something similar as, like, um, in Hanukkah and all other, like, holidays. is like, we've been stressed this whole year about whatever. Everybody faces different levels of stress. And now a holiday comes up, like, oh, like, it just brings happiness to you. Right, I, I don't know. I, I just feel like it's a, uh, a like a temporary like cover up, you know, like oh, like here, yep. here. Let me add on to you. You mm-hmm. said something that made me think like, oh shit. Um, you said it's how we were raised. Well, the thing is about me, like when I was something I don't ever talk about. You guys never hear me talk about, but like um, with like uh, with like my biological mom, we we're really religious. Like, bro, when I mean religious, I mean like. She wanted us to like walk on water, which was God damn. Like it was that much, and like why aren't you walking on water? We, we didn't, we didn't, uh, we didn't celebrate Christmas. 
So I think that's one of the reasons why I get really gloomy, really like as kind of, kids you didn't celebrate Christmas no, even though she's religious. No, because I mean they they believe like it was God's like birthday, g- birthday, but they didn't believe like oh let's Santa Claus and let's give gifts and so like I think that's one of the reasons yeah, why I feel kind of like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. No, yeah, I think it's like one of those things where like you're raised and you 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 buy into this idea of like a holiday like for. I mean, Christmas is like some people. There's a religious behind it of like Jesus's birthday and stuff like that, and then like, like Valentine's. Like that's just a hallmark thing. Like no one really celebrates Valentine's. It was just created to like make profit, but everybody enjoys it because there's like a reason to do that. And there's always like people like saying like, "Oh, you should be treating like your significant other like oh like this always." Like you know how you do something for Valentine's and stuff like that, and like take them out to dinner, a nice dinner or a nice gift or whatever. It it's just like it's just like uh, there's no reason to get on someone's like it's like saying like oh you should do this every day blah 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 or every weekend you should be treating like this or treating him like this or they or whatever and it's like bro it's just a holiday that people buy into they enjoy it it makes them feel good like dude who gives a fuck who yeah. gives a shit I'm, I'm, but that but like I understand that part like if you guys didn't grow up like getting gifts or anything like that and it does affect you like like I. I like strong believer like anything that's happened to you as a kid like literally from the ages like i think from like like when you can actually think as a kid not like a fucking infant or anything like that but like that age of like being a child to like preteens or maybe even late in the teenage years affects your like adulthood like mm. severely like yourself like like you guys didn't grow up like that and like you still face like holiday blues of like saying like oh i feel empty when people are happy around me and stuff like that and then why it's because it's coming from your childhood like with me and my family we celebrated like when we were younger um, when i was like only child and stuff like we celebrated christmas and stuff like with gifts and stuff like that and like i had the privilege to experience that as a kid and that's why i'm always happy as like in, as an adult now celebrating christmas yeah i mean it's one of those things like um i never grew up like really only like probably three or four times in my life we i've ever put like christmas lights up christmas Mm. trees and stuff like that just i never grew up like that so for me it's like i mean gift giving yeah i I gave gifts and stuff like that was like when i was when my parents were together but i mean i don't know just kind of like it's like whatever like i always like every year i just I'm like, all right, let's get over with. Let's it's almost like with. a breather. Like, I like I want to bring it back to the point of, like, you saying, like, uh, it's, like, something It's like, fake or whatever. Like, it's just, like, a cover-up. And, yeah, it could be for a lot of people. It's like, hey, I've been dealing with bullshit, but, like, hey, it's Christmas. It's time to flip that switch. Like, let's just be happy for a little bit. No one wants to be in a bad state of mind forever. And some people use Christmas as, like, okay, time to be happy. And, like, it just it just flips the switch in their head. And, like, for myself, like work and stuff like that but when it's christmas time like i'm just generally happy like december like the lights on the streets and stuff like that it's like an awesome vibe because like i think it's like a part of like unity of like a whole society like even though it's like mainly christmas right because it's just you really just see christmas being celebrated in the streets Mm -hmm. and like stuff like that and like just lights and it's just it's just awesome it's like a really good feeling just seeing everybody happy and stuff like that um and then like and and what's very different from you and me is like I get sucked up into like a like a thought or feeling that other people are feeling. Mm. Like so if everybody's happy, I'm automatic like naturally myself, I'm gonna feel happy. But you're able to stand out and say like 
like it's totally opposite from you like everybody's happy but you then you'll feel the complete opposite of what the group is feeling with me like uh, like if everybody's mad or for whatever reason like i tend to like feel that emotion a lot Mm -hmm. and then i'll like i'll be mad with everybody else like i'll be part like it's weird like but if everybody's happy i'm having a good time like it's just like one of those things for sure then i I don't know. I know yeah. I mean, that's something like I said before. Like something, I, like I would never forget. Like that feeling of like, man, what the fuck? Like, like what the fuck? Like when I saw like everyone giving the yes, they're all happy. But like inside, I was like, man, this like I don't like feel right. And like one of the things I feel like I think I talked about already. But like mm. also like I think I'll, why are a lot of people get like holiday blues is because um like they don't have a fan like big family they don't have to socialize, the socialize or they don't have you know everyone i see you know like i always talk about it like social media you see all these people happy giving gifts and amazing lights amazing trees and shit house and and you think also like damn i don't have that you know and then you get depressed and it's you know. bad to compare yourself that's why like when i the one thing you always have to take away from like social media and stuff like that is like i do i don't take it social media is just a joke like when people post things, they're only posting the good. Why? Because no one wants to be seen as weak or bad. Yeah. No one, unless like they're purposely doing it, like they want to do it, like they want to show like the vulnerability or like the the authenticity of like their life. Yeah, they're gonna do it. Mm-hmm. But the general person is not like the people we follow, like friends from school, from wherever we meet, at like stuff like that. Yeah, you'll never see someone post the bad. You'll yeah, never see someone post a problem. And that's like one thing that you have to like draw a line. I think like if you do deal with that, like when you see people happy on Instagram or Twitter, you have to be able to separate yourselves. Like, oh, they're just having a good time. Like, good for them. Like, that's why I always like whenever I see something on Instagram or anything like that, I'm never like trying to compare myself because I used to compare myself a lot. And thankfully, like as I age, because I used to compare myself a lot back in high school, like senior year and like early college. And, um, I stopped doing that because it wasn't healthy for me. I felt like too, I just felt bad a lot if I compare myself to somebody else. So I just don't do it. And now I'm like on the boat of like, oh, I need to worry about myself, me, myself, and my family. And like the people that are close to me, I just got to worry about their well-being and stuff like that. Mm-mm. And like, thankfully, as as from like the early, when I, like high school and early college till now, I've learned to like not really compare myself to other people because it's not going to do anything to me. Unless, like, you're using it as a positive outlook, saying, like, oh, look at them achieving their goals, and that motivates you to do yours, then by all means, that's awesome, right? But, like, never say, like, oh, like, for example, like, if you and me are, like, trying to start a business separately, and I see you popping off with your business, making so much money of that, like, of course, realistically, yeah, those bad thoughts are going to come to you, saying, like, oh, look at his businesses, like, business is popping off, and mine's, like, doing ass. But finding how to change that to a positive outlook, saying, like, okay, he's doing something different than I am. I need to figure out what. Like, it's good to change a negative emotion into a positive motivation, mm. like reasoning. You no, know, it does. I mean, obviously, that's true. Turn negative to positive. And you know, before this podcast, Sebastian was saying like, "Hey, you know, he's never heard of anyone. You he never heard no, of no, yeah, really, I've never heard like, uh, and that's just because of the people that I've been around with and stuff like that. And like with you, like, um, I always see like that you hang out. I thought like, oh, Henry, because you ha- Henry hangs out with his family a lot. Like, um, 
like for family things because your family's close. Your bigger family, like other than your immediate, is more connected to mine. Like I'm only close to my immediate family. Yeah, I'm more. I've always been really close. Yeah. So I'm. I've always been very, and I'm very happy of it. I've been mm. growing up ever since. I've been really close with my my dad's side of the family, my my, my uh, mm. the Portillos. So that's something I'm I'm very happy. So anytime I get to go hang out with them, I do. But um, that's why I never thought you'd have the holiday blues or like I knew you always say it like oh like I hate the holidays. I was like oh he's just being a fucking Grinch stuff like that. Oh no. I mean the guys always joke around with him like why are you being such a Grinch and like um so I like you're really pretty much the first person I've noticed that like I'm un- I'm not I'm realizing that actually has. A negative emotion with the holidays i mean that tells you a lot like even though you see like i mean obviously i don't think i'm as i don't i try to not be only sometimes like be vocal like the stuff that like i guess yeah. personal stuff with you guys and stuff there's certain stuff i don't talk about but i mean that just tells you right there like um when you're assuming that oh just because henry has his big family he's all right but i mean like it's like behind the closed doors like you guys don't know like what's up but i actually looked up approximately 14 percent of american experience the winter blues or holiday blues so 14 percent of people get really you know like i said it comes with stress financial stress or seeing like i said it literally talks about in this article seeing other people with a, you know all happy and golly and fucking they get more better stuff or you know whatever yeah i mean and it's cool though because i'll be honest with you i had kind of like an inner conversation with myself that everything i feel like you and i are like people try to like something that i'm trying to like better myself it's like telling myself like hey like if i am privileged enough to in the, hopefully in the future if i ever have a, like a family or i get everything mm-hmm. i have i want to make sure that that my kids don't feel like how I felt like during this age, like or yeah, younger, to, you know, make sure they be better. Yeah. Trying to be better for them mm-hmm. and make sure that they have a great holiday or whomever I'm with in the future. Yeah. hundred percent, man. Like it goes back to like, you basically dictate, I say dictate, but you, it's really more of the fact that like you really affect their adulthood in their childhood. Like you fuck up a kid's childhood, you fuck them up in the future. Like, yeah. In like pretty much directly. Um, you might tell you like parents that done that, like they say, Oh no, my child, my kid's been good and stuff like that. But it's hard being a parent, not going to like, I mean, no, it's not easy being a parent by all means. I'm not saying it's easy, but a parent definitely needs to realize or be aware of like what you, how your kid is treated and the experiences they had is going to sell. It's basically going to like mold them into the person they are going to be in the, in the future. Yeah. And that's how it is. Like, um, like, uh, for example, like with my parents being divorced and stuff like that, like I never want to be that type of relationship with my my girlfriend with Simran right now. Like I don't want to like have that toxicity or lying to each other or stuff like that. That's why I'm like fucking brutally honest with Simran is like because I look at my parents. I'm like, OK, they're divorced. Like, I don't want that for my kids because. I think something's in my head or something or I think it is like I just something I don't know. I don't think too much of it or too like I never dwell into it too much. Um, I'm happy where I am and I'm like thankful for the life I've had with as a kid provided by my parents. I'm always grateful for that. But I just look at their marriage since like, okay, so they did something wrong. I need to make sure I'm doing better for like my relationships, mm-hmm. being honest and stuff like that with the person I'm dating or in relationship with. Um, and that's when, when I got with Simran, 
like May seventh. It's like six years with her. But like when I first got with Simran as as a, a like a relationship, I told myself like I need to be honest, uh, and I mean make sure she's on the same boat with me of honesty. Is like, hey, we both have to be honest. Like, if you can't be honest with me, or like, communication is key, all that shit, the relationship is not gonna work out. Cause I need that because, like, I see my parents as like, okay, their marriage failed. I don't want like my relationship to fail because I fucked up, or they fuck, or the other person fucked up. So it's like all that affecting of like what you see as a kid and what you experience. It just, I don't know, man. It really does mold your mindset. No, and and it's crazy you say that, bro. Uh, we're getting we're gonna get kind of sidetracked fuck it but i don't want to add on to that it's funny because we both our parents are divorced mm-hmm. and uh it's funny you say that because obviously it makes you say okay i'm gonna then the girl i get you know i want to treat her mm-hmm. nice i want to be honest with her and respect her you know and it's funny you said and it's terrible me but obviously i unfortunately i i've gone my parents my dad uh has gone through two divorce right now obviously and that kind of like uh, molded me in, in a way of like when that and like watching my brother, my stepbrother, my older brother, Jose. He used to get like a lot of girls growing up, so I was always like in the shadow, right? And I remember telling me, I think I told you, I forgot who I told this. I don't know if I told you this. <clears throat> I remember telling myself in like high school, I was like a weird kid, <laughs> bro. I was weird. And I remember telling myself. When I get a girl, I'm going to treat her like the best, right? The best. And that's exactly, that's exactly what I have not done. And that's like, like, and for me personally, that's, those are just personal, like, issues or like, oh, yeah. stuff that I have to work on. And, and I'm trying to work on. The reason why I'm laughing, even though he's being serious right now, is like the face he puts on when he says this shit, when he's like, oh, I told myself I'd be the best. I'm like, no, yeah. for real, man. I remember yeah. clearly telling him, because like. It sucked seeing my brother like get all these fuck like get girls you know and he yeah, treats because it's like a guys thing yeah, it's like yeah, you yeah. see like oh getting a lot of girls yeah, is like yeah. the, the goal the right? goal right and like yeah. that's not honestly my goal my goal is to be and because I've never in my twenty three years of life I've never been in a healthy I've never been in a stable relationship bro you know what I'm saying so that's uh, that's something I want to work on like you talked about like I want to change that i hope so because it comes in time bro like in time it just it'll just, happen guys. it happens like once you find the problem like where your problem is originating from and like tackling it and talking about it because talking about your problems with someone you trust you, you or maybe even a therapist like go to a therapy or going um like stuff like that helps a lot like therapy like talking about your problems with someone that like just is there to listen and give their opinion like an outside opinion because like um, for example, let me say I, I asked Simran for advice and stuff like that. Of course, she's going to be on my side. Mm-hmm. She's, she, she's, gonna, and then I appreciate it more when she tells me like, Hey, you're thinking wrong. You should do it like this or give me an outside perspective. Mm-hmm. So like therapy is good for that. Like go to an actual therapist cause they're going to give you a, a outside point of view and unbiased saying like, cause they're here to help you. And talking about these problems is like the way to like grow from them and like just i guess like um, just not be tied up in like a whole bunch of shit from your problems because you're holding it inside and you're not talking about it you're not addressing it and it's everybody does in their own pace of time like um no one's gonna be as like remember the episode we had with daniel like you after we stopped off air you guys said like i'm in touch with my emotions a lot more just because, like, I am because I, I don't know, I've learned, like, 
that's the only way you deal with problems as an adult is like you just gotta talk it through and just figure things out but if you just keep it inside it's just gonna eat you up forever and ever no that is that is true like it's funny how daniel told you that and then daniel figured out how fucked up i really am he's like damn bro you need he's like you need some help (laughs) but uh no yeah that's true it's because like you said it's like how you grew up you know, I grew up in the mentality of, like, we talked about, I'm sorry, guys, we're repeating ourselves, and if we talked about it on Daniel's episode or whatever, but, like, I grew up of, like, you know, don't cry, get up, my dad, even my little brother, my little brother right now, he was born in April, uh, April, eight months, he's eight months old, and her wife, Sada, told me that when he falls and cries, my dad, my dad picks him up and says, don't cry, be a man, mm-hmm. and, like, it's that mentality of, like, I've always, even now, like, I guess I don't want to cry like in front of you guys and and like I don't want to cry in front of it's I don't want to cry at all like I just want to keep like because I grew up so in that yeah you're mentality. totally you're a hundred percent different from me yeah. it's like like I like no cap like dude sometimes like if I feel so much stress and emotions like I'll watch something super depressing just to make myself cry <laughs> I'm yeah. not capping like yeah. it, it sounds silly but nah, like if, yeah. like but like if i'm like dealing with a lot of shit from work or like in life in general or like issues and like i'm just like because then i'll start noticing like i get attitude like i just don't want to talk to people i just like literally when someone talks to me i just think like dude please don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> so like i notice that when i get to that point into uh like in my head i like i'll literally look watch like either like something sad or something like anything will make me cry and i'll just cry and then like I feel a lot better because I cried because it's very clean like it's very cleansing um uh to cry like it does feel it does make me feel a lot better after crying and like um I think it's like I think like like if I'm really analyzing myself it's like um like I'll probably like try to make myself cry like almost like every 3 months or something like that it should be like a little like once a month at least or something to like or but it's like every like i've noticed like it's almost like every three months every quarter um and if you guys do just on the funny joke side if you guys do want to see something super sad and depressing watch asian food commercials i kid you oh, not i think you showed me one <laughs> that shit is like, super they're like korean ones yeah it's yeah. like fucking commercials for noodles and like how they do it is like i'm like bro this is way no, too much. I mean, it's funny. <laughs> it doesn't say, make me go say, hey, I'm going to go eat fucking Maruchan. Yeah. I'm over here crying my yeah. eyes out. <laughs> and it, it's, it's funny you say that, bro, because I was the same way. Like, when I used to be really into it, like, anime, I used to only watch Slice of Life and romantic mm-hmm. anime because I like that getting, like, emotion. I like feeling emotional like that. And I am very, like, sensitive. I am emotional, but just when it comes to crying, like, uh, there's only a few people. That, like, I know Joseph seen me cry. Gracie, I've never... Gracie, I mean, she saw me cry when I used to get hit by my dad and my stepmom. Yeah. But that's different. Like, to see me, like, break down, bro. Like, I have to, like... Like, it's like a, a tipping point, you know? Yeah. Like, the... And it's weird. Like, it's it's a weird feeling after, like, damn. That felt kind of interesting. Like, it's weird. No, yeah, dude. It's very clean. It's yeah. Like, dude, you feel, like, a lot lighter. <laughs> yeah, because... Like, you feel like it... Like, all that emotion, like, it's all built up like, in that bottle. And yeah. then it's just, like... Okay, cool. I have like, and you almost feel like you have a clearer head. Yeah. Like when you, when you, after you cry, you feel like, okay, now I can think a lot better. So. Yeah. I mean, it makes you think like I've known a lot. 
I've known some girls that like they'll be like, oh, I just cried because of this. I'm like, damn, why? It's like I'm so emotional. I'm like, I'm emotional too, but it's just like I don't know. I guess it's, it's different to you to cry. Yeah, yeah. It's because that like how you say you got raised of like saying like, oh, don't cry as a kid. You're a man type shit. You know, it's funny. We were talking to my dad. I was talking downstairs with my dad. I was like, but I, I told him I don't think it should be like that. It was I call him Junior? His name is Alec Asiel, my little brother. Oh, like, I thought you said you call your dad Junior. No, I was like, my no, 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 my little my brother. Ass. I told him, I was, but I told my dad I call him Junior. Yeah. I was like, you don't, you shouldn't be like that with Junior because you, you were like that with us, and we refused to cry. Like Gracia told Gracia, if you think I'm cold blooded, Gracia, something else, bro. Yeah, God. like you know, what I'm telling you, uh, this one time, I'll say I'm not gonna say the name, but one time, someone very close to Gracia was crying. And Grace was like a little buzz. And Grace said, "Look at you! You're crying. You're pathetic. Like you shouldn't be crying. Like, like straight up. You know what I'm saying? Bruh. She's like, you're weak and like stuff like that. Yeah. If you think Your Grace, sister's cold if you think I'm cold blooded, Grace, yeah, she's like another level. Bro, she said that. Yeah. Dude, she told me that. Shall say, I'll make you cry. Dude, as I told, I'll give you these fucking Christmas bitch. That's what I told Grace. I was like, if you ever told me, because I'm scared, like. I mean, Grace, Grace is the only person that I like have a deep conversation with, like about my life and you know, my mm-hmm. bullshit. And I will always get a little nervous because I don't want to cry in front of them. But I know Gracie, like, I know she'll be kind of like simple. Holy shit. I mean, yeah, hopefully, yeah. bro. Damn, make sure that we never watch your movie all together and it's a fucking sad one because I'll cry and she's going to make me cry even more. <laughs> I hate <laughs> you. especially piece of shit. Yeah, so I, I hate you. No, but um, I told my dad, like, hey, you shouldn't be like that. And it's funny, my dad goes, I was like that, but you always still cried. Because. I guess Damn, gr- man, gr- all fucking ruthless with like each other. growing up, growing up, I always, I was such a crybaby. Like cr- I'd cry for anything, but that's because, like, you know, my personal stuff, like shit that happened to me yeah, as a kid, and and like I would cry a lot. And now when I look about it, I'm like, damn, I, I feel kind of like. I look at myself like, damn, you're pathetic for crying for that, like for feeling like that. And I try my, t- I try to like take a stand back and be like, no, you're. You're try to justify my feelings, like no, you should feel like that. You know, you should cry. You should have cried for that. You know, don't be afraid no, yeah. of crying. Yeah, it, um, like the whole process that parents, like the older generation, did to a lot of kids is like invalidate their emotions. Yeah, because you're basically teaching them like, hey, how you're thinking is wrong. You shouldn't cry for these things. Yeah. And then like, once again, it's like goes back into that space of like. If I cried when this happened to me, I would have been more clear-headed or, like, I would have dealt with the problem a lot better. I wouldn't have kept my emotions bottled up and blew up on somebody, right? Like, you hear that sto- those stories of, like, hey, I kept all these emotions inside, and then the person I cared for the most, like, I blew up on them and I regret it. And, like, it's one of those things, like, you just got to hit your emotions, face them, and you just think or, you just think about anything that goes on with your life a lot clearer. And you're not going to regret something or regret saying or doing to someone you care about because you kept your problems inside to yourself and you hit that tipping point and you just accidentally, even though you think it's an accident, you're still going to regret it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, and I think one of the worst things is making someone cry. Oh, a hundred percent, bro. Uh, it feels like she feels feel like, like a shit. Piece of shit. Yeah. When you make someone else cry, you feel like a complete ass. Like you just feel like a complete it's terrible. It's bad. We both just started crying. It all started when I was a baby. <laughs> I was three years old. No, but now, guys, the one thing we want to introduce now is, even though we talked about all this serious shit and all this emotional shit, I have tears running down my face. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but um, we were going to take something into, like, our Twitter takes. Twitter 
takes. And basically yeah. what that base what that means is like we find something trending on Twitter and we talk about it real quick. Um basically our no research, no or like barely just, any research. Yeah, just, just a raw to talk, reaction. Yeah, just to like what's going on. Um and I was curious because Henry bought one today talking about what's the fucker's name? <laughs> what's that fucker's name? Um yeah, so uh, I brought up the, uh, I th- it was trending on Twitter the other day, but the American pastor Joel Osteen. And basically, if you guys. Can, hey, can you Google his. Can you Google right his? here. I got it right here, bro. Oh, okay, that's okay. Now I know yeah, you're talking yeah, about Yeah, you know I that motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. I feel like he got in trouble another a while back saying he didn't open his doors because a storm came the through. Erkin Harvey, he and refused he to open the door. Doors to like let people shelter Bruh. and shit or some shit like that. Yeah. Look. So basically, um, if you guys don't know, it was trending on Twitter today. I, I pulled up CNN. A plumber found cash and checks stashed in the wall at the Joe Osteen Houston mega church, bro. Just hiding in the walls. Hiding. But I mean, it was just like unbelievable. The thing. Sorry. But yeah, hiding in the walls. And this is, let me, let me pull it he up. He said, God told me to put it in the walls. He said, hide the money. <laughs> hide said, the bag. God told me I need to hide. The devil's temptation in my shirt wall. <laughs> That's what you say, bro. All right, so it says here, reported by CNN, a plumber doing repair work at Pastor Joe Osteen Lakewood Church found hundreds of envelopes of cash and checks hidden in a wall that police think is connected to a massive 2014 thief death at Houston Megan Church. Oh, so he said like this money was stolen? Yeah, maybe. And what trying to get insurance money? But in? this is after this really happened after he reported that mo- money is missing. Interesting, Joe. Interesting. Who's talking to you here, my guy? The devil or God? Maybe or a little bit both. <laughs> maybe he had the little angel on the right and the devil on the left. I think. Shoulder. I think something interesting to see is to see what people reacting to it, like. Or are people saying I'm very about curious it? how people are going to justify. It's like you guys don't keep your money in the walls. Like it's safer than the bank. This, per- this person said, uh, "Joe Osteen is the Pablo Escobar of Christianity." That's a good com- damn. That's pretty damn. That's and uh, yeah, I mean it's a lot. It's do you by do a quick scan? Do you uh, see anybody defending him? This is a. This, They're saying this Joe Don't ask. Don't ask. Don't ask. Is there anybody defending him? Uh, I'm curious how someone's defending him. No, I mean, a lot. He said the the walls were wet and I had nothing but money. I need to use money to put in the walls. This lady goes, Joe Osteen Plumber uh, found bags of money hidden behind a wall behind a toilet at his megachurch years after he reported 600K uh, burglary. Burglary? Uh, do you smell a rat? I sure as fuck do. So I don't think they smell Israel. Nah, I'm just joking. Uh, this is what this this is what Joe Osteen posted seven hours ago. He goes, "Your time is too valuable to live, to live it, it offended." Yeah, I read it. I didn't pass you, so guys. <laughs> Wait, where is that? You see? Oh, right you oh, okay, right here. Your time is too valuable to live. The fuck is he writing? Your time is too valuable to live it offended, upset. Life is flying by. We can never get this day back. Live it in peace. Live it in faith. Live it in your money. For that's what he means. 
Bro, he's like, dude, it happened in the past. It, it, no one's going to do anything about it. Why are you guys making a big deal? It's just money in the walls that could have been used for other stuff, I guess. But I mean, but that's crazy. That's tied to like him talking about like, oh, hey, money has been stolen. And he said, let me get the insurance money. And I keep get to keep my money that never got stolen. No, for real. Like this person saying the same Osteen who took four four point four million and PPP money turned away and turned away hurting victims and and lives hey bro. and lives lavishly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. There's some fucked up people out there will be that'll be able to take advantage of beliefs because they're like blind, like oh he's a he's a man of God or whatever the fuck you call him. But I don't know, man. What That's, do you What do you think about that? You think, it's fucked up. You think all pastors? Why the fuck? Are all pastors? No, I'm not. I'm never. I'm never gonna fucking put them all in a bucket. But yeah. by all means, like these people make other pastors look bad. Like yeah. you know, like especially like it's it, there's a, it's always gonna be like that. Yeah. One, one fucked up person is gonna do something, and then people are gonna generalize it. Unfortunately, but I don't think all pastors are should, bad. You think you think pastors? You think they should have that much money? You think they they should have that big of a church like that and be um, famous like that? And because uh, the church was built to help other people and to teach other people the word of God. I don't think I think you know it's one of those things like that that's that that's dealt with in a lot of platforms in a lot of ways, right? Like church should a pastor get that much money to talk? to people and make them say like think a certain way i mean it is what it is but same thing like with for example like and i'm sure people have heard this topic before of like saying like how were people playing sports game paid more than teachers that are like building the future type shit mm-hmm. even though there's some shitty teachers out there but like and teachers would give to you like shit recently like lately yeah. it's probably been the whole thing um like it's just like they're never really off the clock like you get you teach all day then you have to go grade all these papers and it's like it's just the teaching system is just it's just tough they work like 50 60 hours a week same thing with like like they're teaching and like firefighters get paid less like dude they're saving lives they're protecting people like they should be getting paid more and i understand like it's the numbers it's a numbers game like streamers bro playing video games and you getting paid bank to stream you are offering a service right of entertainment and you're bringing in numbers in and then people the sponsors pay you to put their ads out there yeah but it's like stuff like that it's like it's always going to be around like it's just a numbers game really but like you see teachers firefighters police officers getting paid less than these people and it is what it is like i'm not saying like oh like hey what can i'm not going to go into like oh how do we fix this type shit i just don't give a no i mean honestly i'm not surprised man because i heard a lot of uh like shit about that guy and for him to i won the biggest red flag is for him to open his door just because he don't want to get his carpet or fuck up anything just because it's a real man of god brother there's a saying where it shows when uh there's a saying i think actually the joker says from the dark night he says when it comes to like when it gets really like rough or really like coming to her end you get to see who how people really are 100% once, once Hurricane Harvey You know A lot of people dying Injured Whatever He decided to Like no You guys aren't gonna Enter my church For safety You guys are crazy Yeah And I was like Wow okay Aren't you a man of God Aren't you You're supposed to help The yeah. people Type of shit people Yeah agreed. A, Yeah man They they say they're a man of God Or like they believe in this And they do the opposite And they have like These reasons yeah. behind it But I don't know It 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 is what it is. It is what it is, man. Um, 
Yeah, it's unfortunate. It but is very fucking sketch that he had 600K or whatever amount in his walls. I mean, that's preemptive, right? Like, you have to think about, like, yeah, I, he tried need, to, he probably tried. I need to stash this money in my church walls. Like, bro, get yourself a safe, man. But you decide it's for your church walls or, like, what is, what's that all about? Like, and, you know, it's like, out of all the safety measures you can do, you hide it in your church walls. Like, what's that about? And that's only one out of like thousand or not thousand, but other things he could have been doing on the on the yeah. closed doors, you know, that no one knows about. But yeah, guys, I mean, that's, that's our, our Twitter takes. That's the Twitter takes <laughs> talks for today. Um, it's a new segment. We're just trying to add new things, you know, add new. Little- we're trying to be different as much as possible. We're trying. We're still like young in the podcast. We've been podcasting for a year, but we're trying to uh, basically find our flow and see what we like, see what we don't like. And the only way we can figure that out is by trying new things. Yes, sir. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> That's the only way you figure shit out like is trying new things. Even if you fail, you now know you don't like it. Then you can go on to the next. Oh, yeah. And and for you guys that deal with like a holiday um, blues or any depression, you know, make sure to go and just get your mind, distract your mind, go out, um, just read a book or just keep yourself distracted. Do make goals. Do something that doesn't let you focus so much on the holiday. Just because Christmas is coming doesn't mean you have to focus on that Christmas. And I'm speaking to myself personally as well, just because I fucking hate Christmas. But uh, Grinch, 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 Grinch. Yeah, but just make sure if you and if it's really serious, you know, like Sebastian said, go get help. Talk to someone about it. You know, express your feelings. Like Adam said on one of the episodes, emotions are weird, man, and sometimes we don't know how to express them. So it freaks us out, and we we get confused. And I feel like that's something a lot of people deal with. You know, they're just confused and lost, and they don't know what the fuck to do. And I feel like that's especially in our age, bro. Like. I had a conversation with someone personally the other day. I'm not going to discuss his name, but he's talked about it. His life is hard, and we're all lost. We're confused, and it's part of the game. It's part of the process. We're so young. We're trying to figure out what the fuck we're going to do with our life. Mm-hmm. And But, yeah, make sure to go get help, and hopefully you guys all have a fucking good-ass fucking holiday. And a good weekend, guys. Take care. Peace.